Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we got you involved, as we always do. Charlie had some revelations uh, for us today. Um, We also uh, found out which is the only Premier League club with a market stall. Yeah. Which was uh, fun. We spoke with the people behind that. And uh, we strayed from the usual diet of uh, mainstream sport to the Paris... Sorry, well, it's just the Dakar rally yeah. these days. And a two-time Brit winner of the race. Yeah, I mean, it's a, if you can Google it and watch it, yeah. it's, what they do is absolutely brilliant. I like yeah. the trucks doing it, Paul. This guy's on a motorbike, isn't he? But the trucks doing it... Crazy! They don't even stop and have a wee or anything wow, in the really? trucks. You know, they don't. I thought they'd have like a you know service station right. and stop there, have so a pasty, little, carry on. in the cab, did yeah. they? <laughs> yeah, it's not going into too much detail. <laughs> we had a chat, and here it all is. <laughs> It is six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. I listened to uh, this show yesterday. Did you really? Yeah, not all, not all of it. You know, okay. I'm, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not, not, you know, I'm not like a stalker. Yeah, you got better things to do. <laughs> yeah. Making I, notes. You I, got a few notes. Yeah, yeah. I listened to. I wonder a, what that thing was with all the red <laughs> pen down the side of it. I listened to. Uh, I think you're talking to Darren Lewis. We were talking about, about some transfers, and you said about Tarek Lamptey. Yeah. How he'd uh, been the quickest person to put a zero on the end of his name. Yeah, I said, you, right. ha- you haven't seen Rory Burns, but... <laughs> there we are, that's it, that's all if I've got. Thanks were, for coming in. If only we'd thought of that, or, you know, exactly. y- you were here to say... Yesterday's show today, but I'm still, interested in it. It still works, bringing it back, that's very good. Um, so, a uh, couple of things to get the listeners going on this afternoon. And um, I was shocked to discover this morning, I mean, Sue Gray, the ubiquitous yes. Sue Gray. Waiting for that report, Paul. You do feel it's a kind of way out of doing things at the moment. Yeah. If, if the other half says to you, well, I want to go down the carpet, well, I want to get some new carpet. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't feel in a position, really, <laughs> to look at carpet samples until Sue Gray has, has given us a report on the state of the current re- carpet. Re- yes, and I think once Sue has uh, had her say, then I, th- I feel like I can wander around. Did you pour red hours. wine all over this carpet, this cream carpet? Well, I, I can't say. I can't, well, let's wait until Sue Gray has concluded her. I think we're all, uh, you know, with respect to Sue, I think we're all heartily sick yeah. of, uh, of hearing her name. With respect. But um, I, I couldn't believe today that she took a career break from the civil service right. to become a pub landlady. Wow. So in terms of, uh, you know, the qualifications, this is a woman who knows a party when she sees one. <laughs> yes. Doesn't she? I mean, she, really, this Where whole thing could have been pool? nipped in the bud if she'd gone into one of those offices and okay. said, 
Come on, you lot, haven't you got homes to go to? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that would have been... Stra- exactly. That's a real shock. Can have a lock-in. <laughs> but, yeah. We can have a lock-in. <laughs> Sue a... Gray's doing a lock-in. She does roast potatoes on a Sunday. This is <laughs> nice, that, isn't it? Yeah. There's a little nuts and cheeselets on the old yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, lovely. But um, she was in Ireland. She went over to... She was oh, living right. in Uri, and she was a, a, a pub uh, landlady. Oh, but nice. then she went back to the civil service. Yeah. So sometimes in life you come across people and you're chatting them and you make a value judgment about maybe what they do or certainly what they did. Yeah. And then uh, you'll be chatting. They say, well, what did you do before this? Then, oh, yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was in the SAS. And you do the old double take. Yeah. So, I mean, we're interested <laughs> to know, were you ever shocked and in what circumstances by yeah. someone's former life? Yeah, lovely. Took forever, to get, to, took forever to get served in Sue Gray's pub. Because you'd go up, you'd go, <laughs> can I have a pint, please, and a bag of peanuts? Yeah. And they, they'd go, well, I just have to check with Sue Gray. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And she'll get back to us in two weeks. That's right, of course. That was the problem. So uh, being surprised by someone's former life in the Sue Gray uh, envelope, talksport.com forward slash aging group. Uh, Agent Gray. See what I mean? It's just so imprinted on your mind now. (laughs) Maybe she'll be after this job soon. Has any report been as (laughs) eagerly anticipated? I'm interested in Sue Gray sitting in this chair. On this, how do you think she'd get on on the birthday spread? I think when it's Agent Gray. I think she'd be good. She'd be good. T S H and Gray. So anyway, let us know. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet T S H and J. Also today, uh, Sean Dyche was talking about what he'd got up to um, when he had. I think he was asymptomatic, so he didn't feel too bad. Um, but he couldn't go to work, of course, because no, sure. uh, of the virus. So he said, I went to my house in Northampton, spent time there away from the family. I was fortunate that I have a garden so I can relax. Oh, nice. So that's a nice image. Uh, it's a bird singing, Sean sitting yeah, in the garden. Sean sitting out there. I did a bit of cooking and drank red wine. That's nice. I can it sounds see lovely. All things it? I can just see Sean in his country kitchen, the Arga, and he's got a bottle open and he's stirring the old big pot there. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely image. Uh, in Northampton. He said, I read a bit, and then I re-watched Entourage. He went back. He went back and watched Entourage again. <laughs> this sounds like a lovely Fantastic. weekend with it's, it's, Sean Dyche. You are learning a lot about the Yeah, it you would are. be. A, yeah, a weekend in the life of a five um, days in isolation with... In Northampton. In Northampton, yeah. He said, I watched football, did some emails, lots of Facebook, tried to keep tabs on the family while doing stuff around the house. But he said, I, I read a bit, and... What do you what do you imagine, Sean? Yes. I think he likes a sort of Harlan Coburn, and a, I think he'll like them. He'll like um, you think he'll like books like that. Yeah, he'll like a Lee airport, Child airport books. He'll like. Do you think he'll like airport books? Yeah, yeah. I we may be doing them a disservice. You might be, be sitting there exactly. reading the metaphysical poets, but I'm just not making a value judgment. I mean, if you know Sean, you know what his reading exactly. material is. Unless he's reading those sort of management books, you know. Oh, you how think to so? win friends and influence people. That kind of thing. How, to, have art of how war. to clear your throat. Everybody everybody <laughs> has art of war, don't anybody in you that think, kind of competitive world they'll have yeah. they'll have a bit of that, won't they? Books yeah. for Sean Dyche though. I mean, it'd be good fun to just change some titles of some books for Sean Dyche. <laughs> Would it? Would it now? I mean I've not got one <laughs> I've not got one in so my chairs, head as we speak. Charlie. Hold on. Well, Give me two minutes and I'll come up with what one. What you did have in you it was a gag from yesterday that <laughs> when the moment had gone, but suddenly today you've dropped nothing today. Ask me again tomorrow, Paul, when I'm not on. Yeah, I mean look again I'm making a value judgment here. I don't know. Maybe Sean maybe reading all sorts. War horse. 
Horse, horse. Oh, yeah, Okay, you're doing the now. voice games. Okay, on. there we go. Anyway, are. I just thought I'd bring that up. What's in Sean's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, bookshelf? Wow, what do you see him reading? Um, and the other thing was today, oh, yeah, this was uh, apparently the guys on 101 Great Goals website um, did a bit of a survey and asked people to tell them about how they got injured at the match. So we thought oh, we'd yes. expand on Lovely. it. The Southampton fan knocked out by a turnstile. He's quite short, the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of doing yeah, that, doesn't it? I mean, unless, no, because I mean, unless it's oh, yeah, a, a well, full size one, yeah. now, you know, full height one. And so what? Someone spun it? Are they like so a roulette quite wheel? Diff- and, quite difficult it is to get quite knocked down by yeah. one of those. And a Watford supporter whose wrist was broken when hit by the ball. Well, I reckon that happens a lot. 16 people injured uh, since 2020. Is that when um, Isaac's success was played? <laughs> 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 Sat behind the goal. I had, uh, I've got one of these. I, I When the old days at Tottenham, when you were sort of standing back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, late 80s, it probably would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, mid to late 80s. Um, I rushed in. Uh, to the ground because I was running a bit late for kickoff mm-hmm. to meet some mates at the back of uh, the, the the Paxton Road where I was going to stand, and they used to give away a newspaper like sort of Tottenham News or whatever the Daily mm-hmm. Cockerel, and they they'd hand that out as you went through the gate. They give you this little newspaper, and they would bind them, you know, with that sort of white plastic. Yeah. But um, where they'd un- where they'd sort of taken that off and given out the papers, they'd left some of it there. Oh. So I'm running to get... You should never run, should you? Don't run. Stadium. But I was trying to... I was moving quite well, relatively quickly for me. And I got both feet in the bit of plastic. And it took me down. Oh, wow. And it was one of those went, blimey, you're all right, mate. And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fine. And you stand up. You look, you feel like a burke. You, you feel about six, Like you? a bolus has just attacked you. <laughs> you're immediately six years old in the, in the playground. That's right. And I've gone down. And it's only then I realised... I've got a load of claret coming out oh, the old yeah. palms. Yeah. yeah, the palms have gone. Mm. I've ripped my jeans. Oh. A little bit of claret coming through there. Mm. Mum's not there to no, kiss it better. There. I'm on my own. Yeah, a bit of Dettol on it. The bottom lip's going by this stage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I tell him, mate, so what happened to you? And I said, yeah, blood everywhere. And I'm telling yeah. him. And it's only now that I could have, should have sued them. Is it too late? Could, mm, I mean, I've, just, yeah. I've got no fa- photographic got evidence. Any evidence at all? It's a different regime. Oh, anyway, yes. I don't want to. I don't want to bankrupt the club. They've got four hundred million to spend on transfers in January, <laughs> so I certainly don't want to take any of that off of them. I watched a bloke once knock his teeth, own teeth out, and then get. It was at Brentford away, talking United be Brentford away, yeah. and he'd had a few pints, oh. and we scored, and he stood up on the on the you know when you when you're standing and, you, and what's that bit called when you lean the thing oh, you yes, lean yeah, against? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Stood up on top of that, slipped off. Oh, no. Off it, whacked his teeth, knocked himself sort of oh, silly, yeah. stood up, was all over the place. They thought he was just drunk and they showed him out. That's really? a bad two minutes, Paul. That is very <laughs> bad. <laughs> very bad two minutes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is uh, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport with you through until four o'clock. Uh, a little bit later on in the show, we'll look at some of the big transfer stories of the day. Mm. Don't expect us to say Newcastle quite a lot. You think? Well, you know, it's very hard to come up with any transfer story of the day where Newcastle aren't interested. Um, also, uh, we'll be chatting to the only club, the only Premier League club, and in these sort of glitzy days of top-level marketing and global branding, I think it's lovely that one Premier League team have a market store. That's lovely, isn't it? I think it's brilliant. Um, I think you can guess which one. I reckon you could almost guess... 
probably got a choice of two in my mind. Which okay, one, yeah. which ones it would so be? You, we'll keep you guessing. You may already know, but it's it's a nice story, so we'll bring you that shortly. But as promised, I've got an impossible quiz. Oh, good, Charlie. I'm <laughs> picking a bit. <laughs> of, got a bit of sweet. You just had a chilly sweet, Paul. Like, yeah. It's like a joke shop sweet. Some sweets have been left in the office, which is always risky, but they're sitting there, and yeah. we've all been sampling them. They're an American sweet. Mm. They start off with a very strong flavour of pineapple. Like a pineapple cube. Nice. But once Initially. the pineapple's worn off, you get salt. <laughs> it's basically a salt sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, listeners don't care yeah, about that. picking a bit out of my teeth. Sorry about that. I apologise. We were just chatting to Rob Harris about the FIFA Best Awards oh, yes. last night. And uh, if you want to go and check it out, if you go to the FIFA website, you can see who everybody voted for. Some of our press, uh, many of our, the captains of all the teams uh, from around the world, uh, and indeed uh, the coaches. You can yes. see Gareth Southgate voted for, for example. Oh, you nice. can go who through. did he vote for? I'm, I can look it up for oh, you. thank you. I've, I've, that's not the quiz, is it? Yeah, that's not the quiz. That's <laughs> not the quiz. The quiz is, I'm going to give you some names of coaches okay. right, from around the world, and I will reveal who they voted for, for okay. a bit of added info. Yeah. But all I'm asking uh, of you, Charlie, in this impossible quiz is, which country uh, do they coach? Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> go on then. I'd love to, what did you say? There were then? like 160 <laughs> countries in the 230, world. 230. 230 is it? Yeah, there we go. But I, I just like to use your knowledge of world football. Um, and let's see how you get I have on. I have zero knowledge of football. Well, I, that's, why I'm, that's why it's an impossible quiz. <laughs> okay. and I'm expecting you to if get I get one, I think I've done very five. well. Let's go. Okay, uh, we start out with the, the man that you often hear him on the uh, shipping forecast. Mm. It's Terry Finisterre. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Terry, Terry Finisterre. And Ginger Rogers. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, uh, which team does Made Terry... Made laugh, sorry. Which team does Terry Finisterre? He's the manager of um, the Bahamas, isn't he, Paul? Oh, do you know what, Charlie? That was a pretty good game. A good go. It was, well, no, in no. The, you're, in the, you're in the region. Okay. It was St Lucia, oh, beautiful close. island of, of St Lucia. Terry Finisterre. So, not out of one. Okay. Uh, Chris Kawamia. See, that's a name that's yeah, familiar, okay. isn't it? Chris Former Ipswich player, of course, Arsenal. Yeah. Chris is now a coach. Oh, no, let me tell you Terry Finisterre voted for. Okay. Uh, he went number one, Lewandowski. Number two, Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, number three, he went... What, what's that say? <laughs> um, oh, number three, I'll have to come back to that. Okay. I can't remember. Um, is it Jamie, okay. Jamie Reid? No, Stevenage, no? Unlike what they normally do in these FIFA awards, you know, like the, the coach of Krakatoa would vote for three Krakatoan players. Oh, yeah, all. Yeah, sure, but they yeah, don't yeah. do that anymore. They, oh, okay. they, I think they've been told not to not to subvert it. Okay. Um, okay, on to Chris uh, Kawamia. Yeah, Chris Kawamia is the manager of Uzbekistan. <laughs> no. No? When he's in the British Virgin Islands. Oh, okay. It would be great to speak to Chris over in Uzbekistan yeah. and see how things are going. Um, Gabriel, so that's not out of two, Charlie. Okay. Well, the impossible Got close, qu- nearly. The impossible one, yeah. quiz. Uh, Gabriel Campos Madrid. Okay. Where does Gabriel Campos Madrid? I should tell you, shouldn't I? Where does uh, he Jorginho, Chris Kawami went Jorginho, Robert Lewandowski, Lionel Messi. They were his okay. three choices. Uh, yeah, Gabriel Campos, Campos Madrid. Madrid. Somewhere Spanish speaking, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, It'd be great if you got one of these. Gibraltar, Paul. <laughs> No, you should have thought South America's El Salvador, oh, of Central America, El Salvador. Of course. Yes, United States, um, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. That's, that's nice, yeah. Robert Lewandowski, <laughs> uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Lionel Messi. They yeah. were Gabriel Campos Madrid. We move into the women's section. Oh, now. Okay, good. I'll be better on this one. And uh, Keisha Doody. Ah, oh, yeah. Keisha Doody. Who did? Uh, <laughs> who did she vote for? Keisha Doody. I'd like to know she which country voted she voted for. Can I tell you? You've already said. 
Oh, the country Panama. coaches. You hadn't, you haven't already said uh, Panama. In that little song I just sang. <laughs> oh, OK. Oh. It, it, out of the three, you've already... Oh, Bahamas. Some... No, it was Gibraltar. Oh. Keisha Doody. She went Emma Hayes as her winner. Luis Cortez, the, the Barcelona coach, as he yeah. was then. And uh, Serena Vigman. I tell you what, to have said Gibraltar at all in yeah, this quiz. I know. So, the impossible quiz, going much as we imagined. Yeah. And then, finally... OK. Knowledge... Get Mas- one. Knowledge Masona. Knowledge like Masona. Who, did, uh, who does Knowledge Masona coach, Charlie? General. Ge- imagine if he was a general. Yeah. General Knowledge. <laughs> I don't think he's in the military. Um, knowledge Masona. Think- knowledge Masona yeah. is the manager of Turkmenistan. <laughs> no, he's no? not. No. He's Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, Charlie, of course. He went for Mo Salah, Robert Lewandowski and uh, Kevin De Bruyne. So, not out of five in the impossible quiz, much much as expected, Charlie. So that well, was, that was all fairly... You told me it was impossible. It was good fun, though, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. After, uh, up to a point. OK. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We were mentioning earlier on that uh, a Southampton fan was knocked out by a turnstile, a Watford support had his yeah. wrist broken when hit by the ball, and we thought we'd add to the list of... Uh, the way you got injured at the match. We've had one Manchester United fan celebrating a goal and thrusting, accidentally thrusting a pie in his girlfriend's <laughs> that eye. Was, that was a shame. During the early 90s, I took my then-girlfriend to her first ever match to watch Burrow at the old Ayrson Park whilst walking up the terracing to take our place in the whole game. And, uh, she slipped on a sizable piece of discarded hot dog and put her back out. <laughs> Oh, Says Fletching Bar. Slipped on a hot dog. Yes, that's not great, is it? Yeah. Um, talksport.com forward slash HJ. You can text to 81089, tweet to TS HJ. Uh, Sean Dyche was telling us what he was uh, up to in isolation. Oh, yeah. And he did a lot of reading, and we were trying to work out what would be in Sean's library. Some Michael suggested he definitely reads uh, the Wix catalogue cover to cover. That was, the, that was the best one, really, wasn't it? But, you know, yeah. The, other, the, um, the Dyche man, Darren McHugh says, you know, the. The, yeah. dice, the Dice Man. Very of much. Dice and Men. Yeah, of course, lovely. we have a few puns. Few Not sure those. they work quite as well, but thank you. <laughs> uh, guys, um, War and Set Peace. Yeah, thank you very much. That's, <laughs> that's very good. Eccles and Molly, that's quite nice. Um, we also wonder, we, we were telling you earlier on that uh, we were quite surprised to discover today uh, about the the past of the lady everybody's talking about, Sue Gray, of course. Sue Gray took a break from the civil service and inquiries mm. at one point to be a pub landlady. Yeah, lovely. In in Ireland. We've all dreamt of it, Paul. You know, I'm going to give all this up and run yeah. a bar. Like, that's easy. Like, she took the route like that's an easy thing to she do. She took the route of an old footballer of the 70s, you know, <laughs> yeah. going work, going to get my own pub. It's Jim McNichol. But we were just saying, sometimes in life, you know, you're slightly blindsided by someone's um, previous career and uh, Kevin says I was doing some voluntary gardening work in the Lake District I asked one of the other volunteers if I could borrow his knife he said yes but be careful it's as sharp as a razor talking to him turns out he says he was in the SAS oh, and a lot it. of people say yeah, that be, don't I, they I could there's tell, no way of I, I, I could say to him I'm in the SAS yeah. I'm not allowed to tell you <laughs> no exactly <laughs> so if you've been slightly surprised by someone's uh, past life much like uh, Sue Gray and say, this is a woman who knows a party when she sees one. Yeah. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Um, now, uh, can you have a guess? We'll give you a guess now. This is not an impossible quiz. Which Premier League football club have their own market store? Here we go. 
Ooh. Pretty good guess. Very Pretty good, good guess. guess. As Charlie guess. said, there was one or two you would have. You probably mm. wouldn't go for the Manchester City's, uh, Arsenal's no. and Liverpool's of this world. Depends if the, if the city or town has still got a big market, Paul. Yeah. A big market. It's not Newcastle. But not the big market. <laughs> not, that would yeah. be good. <laughs> not Newcastle. Would be good. Now, the reason I bring this up is, uh, over the years, our old friend uh, Mick Dennis, I follow Mick on uh, Twitter, and he often reads tweets, because he's a big Norwich fan, is Norwich the club in question. He, he, he often uh, retweets uh, stuff from... Uh, uh, on the store city, which mm. is a market store, which is open today. I'm, I'm probably putting them out of business. Market day Tuesdays, yeah. In, market in, market in, days, in clearly. Um, and uh, here to tell us more about it, Andy Bowles from On the Store City. Hi, Andy. Hello there. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, good thank thank you. you. I think this is it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful that in this kind of corporate <laughs> branding world of you know the Premier League's global dominance, there's there's a little market store somewhere selling. Norwich-related gear. So tell us the story. How did, how did this all come about? Well, I don't know if you noticed, but Norwich aren't exactly dominating the Premier League at the moment. At the moment. It's early. It's early. You've got a couple of games today. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, well, we're not an official Norwich City um, market store, although we get great support from the club. Yeah. But basically what we are, is just myself, my wife Sharon, and my son Jacob. Uh, we run On The Store City, which is a, a market store, as you said, Norwich Market. We sell... Um, basically, Norwich City and football-related memorabilia, Lovely. shirts, um, basically stuff that uh, we, we we buy some stuff from the club. So we buy, um, you know, sort of the the stuff they end up with in the club shop when they come to the end of the line. You know, these days Premier League clubs and Championship clubs they what have three, sometimes four shirts a year. Yeah. So at the end of the run, they may have some left over, and we we buy up those and we sell them on. So. Um, and we make we, we just volunteers, so all the money we make go to the Norwich City Community Sports Foundation. Oh, excellent! You've raised quite a lot of money, haven't you? About ten ten thousand pounds, yeah, I see. Yeah, we were pretty pleased. We we, we started trading um, last summer, so when sort of lockdown, if you remember that, <laughs> yeah. uh, lifted, um, and uh, we we in the first quarter we we yeah donated ten thousand pounds to the Community Sports Foundation. We've been closed over the Christmas period. Um, Christmas and COVID being the main reasons, but um, we're we're open again today, and we've been doing brisk trade down here again at the Norwich Market. We've got a lovely line of um, the player issue kit, so you know, um, basically training tops and Timu Pukki's raincoat and things like that. We've been selling today. Are they so trained? Got... Are they? Oh, <laughs> oh, meow, Charlie. Even the Torquay fans are having a pop at you now. It's come to this. I think, yeah, Timu Pukki's raincoat sounds like a fanzine. Oh, yeah, it, really? lovely, yeah. Latest does, edition, yeah. Timu Pukki's raincoat. Uh, when did you, ever, did you ever get any something really rare or, or you know, a bit of memorabilia yeah, you I think mean, that's going to fly? Well, we do. I mean, our main, the reason we're operating here is mainly to rate, obviously raise money to the Community Sports Foundation, but also my son, who's uh, Jacob, is autistic, and he got great you know, benefit from the Community Sports Foundation, but we rely a lot on donations as well. So someone's actually, while I was just waiting to speak to you, someone's just come along and just given us a watch from, a Norwich City watch from mm. 1974, I think it is. Wow, fantastic. Uh, which is in mint condition, and I've actually no idea what we're going to sell that out, but it's an absolutely lovely piece. Um, we had, um, at the moment, we've got a nice, lovely little 1982 Norwich City shirt on sale. We've got, we've had, um, you know, basically a lot of, um, we get a lot of vintage shirts in, so, um, you know, from the 70s onwards, and yeah. we, they, they do sell very well. 
um, we get you know books and just general you know tat yeah. as well you know the sort of stuff that football fans love to collect you know sort of bits and bobs from Carrow Road have been lying around the place for a few years that sort of thing um, so yeah we've we've got a, you know a huge stock a yeah huge, and the training kit the training kit and is yeah. great I would imagine it's a lot of people is it the idea that you can put on the training kit the players yeah. have worn to go and yeah. play your five a side or go down power league in or whatever yeah. it's so well, that'd be great that, yeah I mean. We, we, we sell it cheap. So, um, I mean, the stuff we're selling out today, we've got, oh, dear, we've got Emmy Buendia, um, his training kit here, you know, sort of a tenner. So, um, wow. so Timu Puki stuff. We've got all the player issue kit from last season, you know, um, from the whole squad. And we're, we're selling that thing very well. So, as you say, people tend to have them for five side and, and things like that. Yeah. It's really nice. Todd Cantwell's not match worn shirt. You got that? Oh, you're, you're getting some sly digs here, Charles. Do you have regulars? Do you have people who come down regularly to buy stuff? We have our regulars who come in here sort of every day to buy little bits and bobs because we do get, you know, books and, and just odds and sods donated to us. Um, but we also get, you know, players pop in and, you know, we've had um, some great donations from ex-players. We had, um, you know, sort of, we had... Um, Darren Huckabee popped in oh. and gave us copies of his autobiography. Fantastic. And uh, <laughs> well, it's great. It's I really mean, good. Jeremy got in here the other day. So oh, he's, a, he's a good man, so Jeremy. Yeah, excellent. It is indeed. Um, so I was, I was going to say mainly for my son. So. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And you say you sell other stuff as well, other club related, but no Ipswich. I take it's no oh. Ipswich, is there? I haven't got a lot, I'm afraid. No. I'm <laughs> no, surprised no, you got no. any. Are they still going out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you started now. Charlie's infected you. So Stall next we do, door. We do get people. We we get things popped in. We've got a um, just we had some Rangers stuff. Someone donated to us. We've got a oh, yeah. 1968 Manchester United pennant that someone has just popped into us oh. as well. So we we have a range of books. A lot of the old you know the shoot annuals from the 60s and 70s and things like that. Um, we have lots of those available and um, just general, general stuff, really. I mean, it's, uh, it's quite a wide range from artwork to um, to to tops. And, Brilliant. you know, we, we're selling a lot of last year's shirts and all sorts of things like that, really. Nice one. Uh, well, look, people should go and check it out. On yeah, the Stool City. They can find you on, on Twitter. The uh, they can find you on thestoolcity.com. They maybe want to make an offer for that rare watch or any of that and the money going to a yeah. good cause. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. We spoke earlier on to the guys that uh, on the Stall City, yeah. Norwich City. Um, it's not owned by Norwich City, but they work very closely with money goes to the foundation. And it's a market store yeah. that sells sort of Norwich City-related gear. Some of the club actually supply them with uh, old training gear, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it an outdoor is, market, Paul? Do you know it's an outdoor market. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like an indoor market, Paul, or an outdoor market? That's a big question. Charlie. If you're on holiday, Paul, do you get up I, early to really, go to the local I don't market? I really feel I can I can give an opinion on that until Sue Gray's <laughs> inquiry into indoor and outdoor markets has been concluded. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say I prefer an outdoor market. If I'm going to a market, yeah. I want it to be outdoors. I'm from Newton Albert, Paul, and we had an indoor market. Yeah. And at purpose built. Yeah. An outdoor market. Yeah. And also a farm market, like a like wow. a like cattle market. So I like said, to you, anyone who hey 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 one of those, went, you know, really? Yeah. Like, did you go along? sell ducks and cows and sheep, a pony you could buy there? Did you every along? Wednesday? Go along, stink, Paul. <laughs> well, it would do, really. Oh, it so would, it would absolutely stink. Yeah, just like all these cows. Anyone who hey 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 went 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 went
Yeah, I don't even know what they're... I don't even think they're counting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know the tune, they're not necessarily the words. That's exactly what it is. Um, Charlie, I, I set you a challenge, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I've not done well on it, Paul. Because I said if you were going to have a talkie, you and our producer, both talkie fans, were going to set yeah. up a talkie United store. On the store city is an inspired name, of course. Very nice. So what have you come up with for your well, talkie, talkie market? Quite a lot of the is names. Talkie of, market is talkie market indoor or outdoor? <laughs> I think there's an indoor and an outdoor, oh, okay, Paul, I expect. Because your, your indoor market's there permanent. Yeah, of course. Or yeah. Seven days, six days a week, probably, yeah. isn't it? Some yeah, might be yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Whereas your outdoor, it's normally one or two days a week, That's Paul. very true, yeah. You know, you get all your jeans, all your jackets. Good market knowledge. So what are you going to call this uh, shop? You, you, you need some quite a lot of Talk United history knowledge right. to, to get a lot of these. Okay. But well, you are going to a Talk United audience, okay. so don't, don't, try, don't try and be all things to all men. Bryn and Bye is what I've come up with, Paul. Bryn and Bye. This Bryn is and Bryn, the dog. Bryn the bit, dog. Bit the police officer in the most famous <laughs> yeah, game in Talkies history. the Netflix. That's good. I That's like pretty that. good, isn't it? Bryn and Bye. Bryn and Bye sale. You'd have a picture of the dog in the Talkie shirt, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, lovely. Biting the police lovely, officer, which yeah. we don't condone. It was a one-off. Or a version, a uh, uh, sort of stuffed version of Bryn. Yeah. They're on the store. That's not for Bryn. sale, mate. No, okay. That's what you'd have to say. <laughs> you'd have to put a little thing around his neck saying, Is not that, for sale. Not for sale. Yeah. So we had that one. Uh, the girl's droppings. <laughs> that's a bit, I don't, that's unpleasant. Do you don't like that's, that? That's a bit, I prefer Bryn and Buy. That's much better. Don't feed the gulls. That's that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't work. Good. The girls' droppings, Paul. Is, that's okay. good. Because that's what it is, isn't it? It's stuff the, 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 yeah, I guess. the club of they don't need anymore. The store for the Gullible, says Glenn right, Barrington. Right, yeah. that's the Market one. Loram was another one. I've got one of our, my favourite ever Talk United players, Mark yeah. Loram. Okay. Who um, was no, excellent for us. We're going with the first one, I think. I <laughs> what, can see you. Brennan by. I can see you on a market uh, store. Brennan, oh, I'd love but it, But why yeah. don't you sell Talkie-related memorabilia in the style of the, of the animal <laughs> market? <laughs> yeah, you get all your jeans, all your, all your Talkie United shirts, all your Talkie United shirts. <laughs> Talkie United shorts. It's always shorts, isn't it? Talkie United shorts in two sizes, too small, too... <laughs> That would be good. <laughs> be That's lovely, a winner. Who wants is, it? Who wants it? That is definitely a winner, Charlie. Um, I walked in on my wife last night, Paul, Did and you? she'd started oh, really? without me. Um, and uh, <laughs> hang on, where uh, are we going with this? <laughs> just tell you this. Um, you know, uh, we we've had um, Brett Goldstein on a few times. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I had to admit to him that I'd, I've never seen Ted Lasso. Yes. Everyone and everyone always has said, You must watch Ted Lasso, you've got to watch it. Yeah, you must watch I've it. Watched you'll it all. you'll yeah, absolutely like it. love it. You'll yeah. have, you all love it. It's right up your street. And if someone says that sort of thing to me, Paul, the it sort of person I am off. puts me off. Right, okay. I'm not going to watch it. Just through spite, almost. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to watch it. Anyway, we've recently become got a new laptop. Nice. And it came with Apple TV. Yeah. And Sam, my wife's been going, Let's watch Ted Lasso. Let's watch. And I've been like, I'm not, I'm, We'll watch it another time. We'll watch it another time. Anyway, you can use it on your up. telly. You're not aware. You just log into your she, telly, she, and you can watch Apple TV on your telly as she's well. She's got fed up. She start, She's on episode six. She's so, gone off without me. So really, I'm, I damn it. You're I'm now gonna, playing catch up. I'm going to have to catch up now. It's going to yeah. be a nightmare. But you tell me, I should watch it, don't you, Paul? When when your partner goes goes rogue like that and yeah. watches a series, oh, and gets own. into a series, yeah, and you're not part of that, then you're 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 confined to the. You've other got nothing room. to talk about, Paul. I say three words, and to me, sons of anarchy. My missus really? got into that, yeah. and uh, and, and I, I couldn't catch up. No. I couldn't watch them on my own quick enough. And in the end, it became her thing. And, and I then, just never got to watch you, it. And you've never been able to talk about it. Yet. Well, no, don't bring that up again. Yeah, that's right. And so, actually, I was thinking of watching it until I came in the very last moment of the last episode, which kind of yeah. made the whole, watching the rest of it completely pointless. But, but did you watch it and think, well, I've seen it now? Yeah, I, I kind of did I know, like I know what happened. Like, it's like you just flip, got a book and you flick to the back page, Paul. It does happen. Oh, he dies in the end. Oh, We've right. got more African Cup of Nations football later Brilliant. on. Yesterday, Serge Aurier 
winning goal for Ivory Coast or yes. the day before Ivory Coast against Sierra Leone mm. and uh, I'm just glad he finally found his position <laughs> <laughs> it's great for Serge just to find somewhere where he can play unhindered yeah, is, is an absolute imagine joy. that if he went in Paul and he was unbelievable yeah and, and, he, was, and he was like phenomenal in yeah. goal yeah and he came back and he's worth 30 million quid as a keeper yeah Tottenham buying back as a goalie. Yeah, it's brought him That's back. Right. He's back, but this time he's a goalkeeper. He can do less damage there. There we are. Do less damage on that right wing back position. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Sean Dyche. Right. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Uh, Sean Dyche was talking <laughs> earlier on. Uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, Sean Dyche, we were told uh, after a press conference yesterday uh, what he got up to in, in uh, his, his um, isolation. Yes, oh, yeah, lovely. Went it sounded like a lovely little trip. Glass of red, did a bit of cooking, yeah. and read a lot of books. And we were trying to think he'd like the, the Harlan Coben's. Yeah, Lee Charles yeah, of this world. He'd like, I think he'd like those sorts of books. So I said, we don't know. We're just guessing the kind of thing that, or a World Sean, War Two sort of novel. You think Paul, he'd like yeah, a yeah. he'd like a Harris, would he? Age, agent Zigzag. You ever read that, Paul? That's good about, about a trip about a triple agent. Supposed to be very good. Supposed to be very good book. Yeah, maybe, after Chris Woods left, it'll, Chris, it'll be like Chris Woods. Be like, oh, was he a triple agent? Maybe is you a, think, yeah, you it's yeah. It's about he may do his own version about exactly, that. Yeah. So you've been trying to guess what what sort of books you'll find on the Dice bookshelf I think um, this would be Sean would be definitely reading 1984-42 lovely stuff says Robert bringing Perfect. it back to football and uh, what else did we Game have Game of Thrones Game of Thrones that, that was lovely but that's uh, anonymous from somebody there but thank you for that one also Brilliant. a bit unpleasant from Jim Bree anything by Ian Fleming but he spelt <laughs> the first part of Fleming with a PH bit unpleasant Thank you very much, Ian, yeah. uh, for that. So you can keep those coming this afternoon. Some of the weird and wonderful ways maybe you got injured at the football. A Southampton fan knocked out by a turnstile. Watford supporter, wrist broken when the ball was hit. Happens more frequently than you think. I brought you the time that um, I was um, taken down by a bit of plastic yeah. wrapping around some newspapers at Tottenham. Um, and grazed me knee. Rip my jeans, Oof. not pleasant back in the late 80s. Charlie, didn't you have a tale of your I wife? Did, well, she got she got ill. At, it was my mm. fault she got yeah. ill at the football. Um, we once had a, an old polo, an old VW polo, okay. and I left it outside my flat in London, and it got smashed. Every single window except the windscreen was smashed Was up. it one of those police-aware situations where they <laughs> yeah. put, More they or put less. a big sticker on the window? More or less. Anyway, I, I taped up some of the windows, and I said, I'll tell you what, Let's get it back to my dad, who's a car dealer. He'll be able to get rid He'll of be it able somehow. To sh- shift that for He'll you. An old that. polo with no windows. Exactly. Car Ex- of the week. So we drove it. That, for his, that would be star salesperson. Exactly. Whoever yeah, managed to get can that off the forecourt. There's an extra 20 quid in it for you if you can get that off the so forecourt. We drove it from London to Devon. Yeah. Um, and it was like, have you ever seen planes, trains, and automobiles when, they, when, they, <laughs> yes, when they're yeah, in yeah. the car that's burnt out? And I say it'll be fine. Come on, it'll be a bit. We'll put coats on and p- coats and hats on, yeah. and it'll all be fine. And we drove down, you know. And uh, we got there, and she didn't feel that well when we got there. And it's like, come on, let's go out. To, we'll go to the football tonight. That'll cheer us up. Go and see Talk United. She got there, and she had quite a lot of exhaust inhalation. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. You'd poisoned your own wife. I poisoned her. So we sat in the uh, family stand yeah. under a blanket. Because I don't want to miss the game, Paul. No, of course not. You've got to get your priorities you get my right, priorities. So really but she wasn't well, and we didn't go home. But, you know, there we are. And my oh, okay. dad sold the polo for 50 quid. So there we are. Well done. <laughs> Opie took a big chunk of that. And oh, no. I just had a car with no window. I must have thought it was a stock car. Parts, parts. The doors it? welded up. Well, well, you used to drive stock, stock car. But that's for another time. Oh, it Paul. is. Fantastic. Gold top Bill Batten, Wednesday nights. 
Marvellous. Bring back stock car racing. Bring back the stock car. Like it's never you been away. You can have a stock car. Come on. Like it's never been away. Death, destruction, derby. Oh, lovely, the big yeah. race at the end of the night. Back, they used to do um, Newton Abbott. They used to do bonfire night. They'd have the, the bonfire in the middle of it and they'd race round it. <laughs> It's a health and safety nightmare, yeah, know, Charlie. Lovely, though, eh? Well, that Brilliant. sounds like a mad race, but nowhere near as mad as the Paris-Dakar rally. Um, Sam Sunderland's won it twice. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, there's games in the championship, some big games in the championship tonight yeah. uh, and beyond. Um, uh, Scottish Prem with crowds back. I'm sure that's a joy for everybody. Uh, back last night, Celtic uh, Aberdeen. And uh, Fulham, uh, Birmingham, Preston North End, Sheffield United. Yeah. So you're, you're off to a game, Charlie. I'm going to Fulham, Birmingham tonight, Paul. Yeah. I'm hoping to see a lot of goals. Well, you normally do with Fulham. They've scored, scored 13 in their last two, goal, two games. Yeah, I know. Um, Last time, I, last time I went, it was one all. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> not great. That was the Bournemouth. But, yeah, Birmingham to, tonight, who I know I've got trouble off the pitch. Which, yeah, Dance has been uh, shining a light on that today. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to it. I love Craven Cottage. Midweek match under the floodlights. Yes. You know, nice lovely. place to go and watch your football. Yeah, nice ground. Fantastic. It's going to be Excellent. great, isn't it? Well, enjoy. I'll try to, Paul. And Adrian, uh, Darren will keep you in touch with that one. From seven, as well as uh, Preston North End, Sheffield United. But um, to go and win a, a 10,000 kilometre race once is one thing. To do it twice <laughs> is madness. Fantastic, yeah. It's the, uh, the Dakar rally. It used to be called the Paris Dakar rally. It's not between Paris and Dakar anymore. In fact, it moves, isn't it, as far yeah. as I understand. But what do I know? Let's speak to the man in question. He did it in 2017. He's done it this year as well. Sam Sunderland joins us. Sam, good afternoon. Hey, mate, how you doing? Yeah, good, good, thank, thank you. you. Look, congratulations. Yeah, well done. 
thank you very much. Super appreciate it. A, a lot of people won't understand how this works, and probably, let's be honest, we're among them. So um, it's it's a sort of set. Is it always the same length of race, but it may take a, a place in different parts of the world? Um, yeah, so it's normally between 12 and 14 days. And um, it used to be, first, obviously, like you said before, Paris to Dakar is like a mad adventure race. And then um, it moved to South America, sort of did the did the tour of South America. Um, and now the last two, three years, it's been in Saudi Arabia there. So, yeah, always uh, a long, long way and um, over all kinds of terrains from dunes to rocks, mountains, um, you know, all kinds of different riverbeds and, and all the rest. So you know, you must need a very kind of versatile bike to do something yeah. like this if you're on different terrains, or, or do, you, do you switch bikes dependent on, on the terrains, or do you do it all on one bike? So it's um, all on one bike. I ride a mm. Gas Gas 450, like we're limited to 450 engine size. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, it's obviously got, I think, 250 kilometres um, capacity, like fuel fuel capacity, and then we've got all the navigation uh, equipment on top there, so we have to stop refuel throughout the day as well so yeah a fair bit going on and if you fall off it's up to you if you get lost it's up to you it's it's, it's very much a solo race so isn't no it? support team, no support team or anything so yeah during the evening we've got like the team and all the support guys that can um help with whatever dramas you had throughout the day but yeah once we set off there most mornings at around 3 a.m we're we're on your own to deal with your own battles until um until you get back and you know most days were eight nine hundred kilometers and um that's a fair amount of time to spend on your own with your bike how many competitors take part in your particular race uh, sam and how often are you kind of wheel to wheel when you're over that sort of distance i guess not that often did you Mm. i suppose it's probably days when you don't see anybody um, most days, so there's around 150 guys uh, on the bikes, and then there's also trucks, cars, quads, uh, buggies, mm. um, all sorts of other vehicles. But like in the bike category, we set off first each morning, and um, there's like th- two to three minutes between each rider. So if you, you know, normally you'll pass a few guys if you're going fast, and if you're going slow, be overtaken by a few guys. But yeah, uh, my goal is to, to try and get the win, so um, hopefully I'm overtaken and not being overtaken. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can't imagine motorbikes like sand very much. Um, and, and, and the thing that's thrown at motorsport a lot of the time is it's all the car, you know, especially with Formula One. What what are the updates in, in motorcycling that have, have really helped you, or, the, or is a bike is a bike is a bike? Um, yeah, in, in like the basic form, I guess it's still pretty much you know, they haven't came on that much, you know, it's still two wheels, some suspension, uh, throttle and brakes, but, um, you know, the guys are always working like to try and, because they limited the engines to 450, um, CC capacity, relatively small engine for that kind of distance. And as you say, the sand and the types of terrain and the temperatures, um, they take such a hammer in and, um, yeah, it's a bit of a testament to the boys, um, over there in Austria that get the engines sort of, fast and reliable and then obviously always trying to search for better suspension better traction control better you know just a better package Mm. overall you spend so long with your bike that it needs to be the best way it can in in a race that long over so many miles there must have been a few dramas along the way what what did you encounter were that hopefully no bad accidents but what what did you what were the obstacles that came your way unfortunately i uh, had a little upside downer there on on day four Um, pretty good crash and um gave myself a concussion and uh 
hurt my neck pretty bad, damaged the handlebars and the front brake. So, um, yeah, it took a little bit of, uh, I was digging in the bottom of the barrel there for some motivation to keep going, you know, a few, few dark thoughts started creeping in about stopping because I mm. still had kilometers to go, but yeah, it was, uh, turns out it was worthwhile to keep cracking on with it. You're a Red Bull athlete, Sam. Um, yeah. And you see all the Red Bull sports, you know, the one I like is the mountain, the downhill mountain biking. I don't know if you've ever, the Rampage, that's absolutely, they basically, that, they basically chuck themselves off a cliff. Have you and tried try and, that, Sam? Try and style it out. Do, do you diversify into other sports? Um, yeah, obviously it's a huge, like, sort of, you know, thing for me to be part of the Red Bull family and they help, caffeine helps a lot in a 12-day race for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm quite brave enough to do a rampage. Um, <laughs> I've seen the pictures of them when they edited out the bicycles. It's absolutely <laughs> mad. You've got the guys jumping off these cliffs, but they've edited the bicycles out, and it just looks like they're like cliff diving or something. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, really crazy. What's your What's your background? This is it. Was it kind of motocross that got you into this? Yeah, exactly. I was. Um, I grew up racing motocross in like the British and European Championships, and then 2009, I um, moved over to Dubai, and that was when I kind of moved over to the desert racing side. And um, yeah, I've been doing that ever since. And how many people have won it twice over the years? Is it quite rare? Um, so there's me and an Aussie bloke called Toby Price, who's my former teammate. Um, and yeah, not 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 a very long list, but um, oh, that's great. Have a Brit, Brit up there for sure. Absolutely. And do you know when you cross the line that it's yours? Do you break the tape, arms in the air, or how does it work? <laughs> Honestly, uh, this year's race was so like closely fought. It was pretty stressful. Like until the last kilometer, we were we were you know after twelve days, ten thousand kilometers, forty hours, we were fighting over minutes. And wow. um, when I won in two thousand seventeen, I won by thirty five minutes. But yeah, this year's race, I won by three minutes on the last day. So. Um, it was uh, pretty stressful, but it, it, in the same time, it just makes it all that much better that I managed to get it done, you know? Yeah, sport's always better. It's like a five-day test match going to the wire. It's yeah. like when you've yeah. gone, gone into something for <laughs> yeah. that long and it still it's goes down to the wire. You and and just, just find, are, you, are you pulling sand out of your pants for the next yeah. six you'll be weeks? Finding, you'll be finding sand in places you didn't know you had places, <laughs> won't you, really? Yeah, you need a double shower each day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Completely sandblasted. Lovely skin, though, you love. <laughs> yeah, 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 lovely. Well, look, good to talk to you, Sam. Congratulations well done, Sam. again. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, guys. Good to speak to you. Cheers. There we are. Two-time winner of uh, the Dakar Rally. Uh, a Brit, Sam yeah. Sunderland. You've been to motocross, Paul? I've not been to motocross, oh, John. Are you a brilliant. fan? No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I used to go a lot as a kid. And uh, my dad used to love it and take us there and... and and they're 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 just. I don't think they're professional. A lot. Of them. I mean, some of them are obviously, yeah. but some of them is just you know kicking up a lot of But they're all brilliant at it. Yeah. And they they it's all crashes and big jumps, and you can't believe they're doing it. One of those sports oh. where wow, it's amazing. Really good sport. I'll check out that thing when they go down the rampage. The the Red Bull rampage. There's nothing better than Red Bull. You can't believe your eyes. <laughs> You can't believe your eyes. And they're going, and he's going to take this line. You're like, what? That line off the massive cliff. Yeah, and then he'll land on there because that's the faster line. And you go, well, they're incredible. They are incredible. And then they want to fall off, do his shoulder, get back on, you know. Hard as nails. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
So there we are. That was uh, are. this afternoon's show. We look forward to you opening your market stall, yeah, Charlie. So we got a title. What's it called? It's. Uh, it's uh, we, uh, what did we go for in the end? The, the not the gulls dropping. The Brigham Brinnan by sale. Brinnan by sale. Oh, I do like best, gull mouth square. So look out I do for that. that. Look out for that in Torquay Market. <laughs> uh, you're back on Thursday. Thursday, Paul, for a yeah. spread, and I'm coming for you this week. Good stuff. I'll look forward to it. Bring it on. Andy will be back tomorrow. Got some fine guests uh, joining us tomorrow, including the actor. Jason Isaacs, you know, from Harry Potter. Um, and uh, also Ian Shaw, who's in a fine play in the West End of Sun, son of Robert Shaw, the excellent oh, Jaws yeah, actor. Yeah. And looks the spit of him, Paul. He does. He? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so spit. we'll be uh, chatting with him. Jason, a big Liverpool fan, so we'll talk some football. If you can join us, great. If not, podcast available at around four o'clock tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.